Welcome to a very, very special episode of The Rake. We have our co-host here. We haven't talked too much about him, but it is a very special day here for our co-host, Crouton. It is his birthday. Yeah, he <laughs> is four years old today in dog years. He is 28 in people years, so... He really shouldn't be licking his junk in public as much now that he's a 28-year-old. Um, we've lined up his presents. He, he hand-selected these. Um, he got this weird-ass uh, donkey that looks like a donkey snake. Mm-hmm. has something Christmas-oriented written on it. I don't know what these toy makers are going for. But he has surgically removed every squeaker from it. And is now spitting the entrails all over the futon. <laughs> and working on the stuffing. Yeah. Um, he also picked this, which I totally support. Release the Rage. It's the um, Hulk fist. Um, it's pretty sturdy. He's been trying. Wow. Yeah. Um, Solid work. Yeah. So just wanted to give Crouton a shout out because uh, pretty much if we ever read the comments, like 90% of them are about Crouton, yeah. which is, is totally understandable. Totally. <laughs> So uh, tell us a little bit about Crouton's backstory. <laughs> sure. Um, How it came to be. Sure. He is from the hood in Atlantic City. Um, he was picked up as a puppy. Um, don't know what happened to his mom. Mm-hmm. Him and two siblings ended up at the Humane Society of Atlantic City. So um, we were looking for a dog for a while and put in applications for a couple um, and just like hadn't heard back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went to the Humane Society after this is crazy. Cause I put in like a 10 a.m. session at Borgata. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I played like a morning session. I just felt like going um, and won some money. And I was like, OK, I'm I, I've done enough for the day. I'm a yeah. real go getter. It's like 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I called Chris. I was like, I kind of want to stop at Humane Society on the way home and just see if they've got any puppies in. Um, so he meets me there. There are no puppies. And on the way, he's like, puppy, I know that word. Puppy, puppy. Uh, on the way out, um, I was like, oh, can we just go look in the kitten room? Because like you, I'm a bit of yeah. a crazy cat lady. Uh, yeah. So we go into the, the room with the kittens, and Crouton is just stumbling around drunk. Like he had <laughs> just gotten neutered that day and was on oh. all the drugs, so they didn't put him back with the dogs who are like super loud. They put him in the kitten room to just like wander around and get sober. Um, <laughs> and I asked the lady, I was like, He's definitely adopted already, right? I'm like, he's, there's no way this dog yeah, is like up for adoption. So she goes, today's his first day up for adoption. Do you want him? We're like, oh my God. So we like fill it out right away and we brought him home the next day. Oh, and it was low at first sight. Yep. Oh, now he's here in Vegas. Yeah. Poker so <laughs> um, to tie it into poker a bit, uh, anytime I win money, I send it to this. So I'm repping Crouton pretty hard. Sergeant Pepper's Friends, mm-hmm. which is this charity in Aruba that takes... Um, dogs that are going to be euthanized and adopts them instead, fosters them and tries to ship them to the U.S. So if you ever want a very cute puppy, they have an Instagram that literally is like everyday puppies. Just yeah. every single day. I'm like, I want that one. I want that one. They do a really good job of social media of like making people aware. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the U.S., you could put an application for one of them and people will travel to Aruba on vacation and then transport the puppy home to be sent to you. Oh, uh, yeah. They, cool. just, like, some, they have just like an over over problem over too many wild wild dogs everywhere pregnant dogs everywhere yeah aruba has like a really big problem so they're trying Mm. their best all right so if you need a dog we'll put the info who doesn't need a dog yeah i need a dog (laughs) honestly i just travel too much but also shout out to chauncey while we're talking about our our babies rules if there is some way that chauncey and crouton could both be on the futon yeah maybe maybe when they're like old decrepit animals they're like yeah. this is like okay guys it's year 10 of the podcast and like crouton and chauncey are just like blind and deaf and they don't even know they're sitting next <laughs> to each other 
I mean, Chauncey's just kind of like a jerk that he probably wouldn't ever go for that. <laughs> but we're going to get him on at some point. Some of you have requested in the comments to have a Chauncey episode. And, you know, he's always in my vlog. So we will make that happen for you. Yeah, my favorite. So you're taking a trip. Yes. Today. Yes, I'm leaving tonight to go to um, London. I'm going to um, see uh, my main squeeze over there. And then... Uh, Who's that? Is it the guy whose shirt you're wearing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to Spraggy Showers. Um, you know, the best streamer, most electrifying streamer. Well, I don't know. Lex is pretty good. Fintan's pretty good. Oh, my God. If Spraggy hears this... <laughs> He's going to be pissed. But also, a like, as a tag team, we're crushing him. Like, on Twitter, I'm just, like, ruthless and spraggy. So, like, what can you do? Like, you're dating Marley. You can't really get in a fight with me. Yeah, so I'm exactly. just like, I just say what I want. Yeah, I told him, I was like, I love that uh, that Jamie just, like, took total, like, <laughs> needling. She's like, okay, fair game. Yep. And here we go. Um, yeah, she's put some pretty funny funny responses to just braggy this week shout out to spraggy so i'll be with spraggy for like a week just hanging out and then i'm gonna be going to the 888 live uh main event doing a little bit of content over there and documenting me playing a tournament yeah dude i'm telling you like it's so hard once you go to the dark side i know i know and uh I'm just trying to pick the like good one, the fun ones. There's gonna be a lot of like cool people there, you know, that I know, and uh, obviously in London, that never hurts. So, Crouton is doing work. <laughs> I think he's showing off a little bit. Yeah, he's like, so too. oh, look at my new toy! Look at my new toy! Um, I think it's cool. I think for cash players, especially like you've played nosebleeds in cash, but I think most mm. people who play cash, um, especially like on their own money, starting off. Um, are playing pretty reasonable stakes. Yeah. And you don't have that feeling like, oh, glory and leveling up. Like you're gonna, if you're playing one, two and two, five, like you're gonna be playing it for a while before you like make enough money to move up. And tournaments give you that chance that you're like, well, you know, maybe I'll win $100,000 and then I could take a shot when the game looks good at 510. Yeah. You don't get that otherwise. So I think it's cool. I think it's good to like once in a while you know go out on a limb play something you're not used to and you you might run good yeah you never know i mean you know i'm no tournament player i'm awful um i turn <laughs> like off i don't know i don't know what i'm doing wrong but i can't seem to make it happen but uh yeah i'm gonna you know just pick the good ones and fire here and there and mm-hmm. you never know you never know what's gonna happen so i will let you guys know and uh, i'm gonna be filming a lot of content over there and i'm also gonna be on spraggy's stream on youtube so twitch slash spraggy Spraggy.tv, look for Marley. <laughs> I will be on there and um, making some guest appearances. Like, all right, for the people watching on YouTube right now, like half of them are like, what is a Spraggy? <laughs> Spra- <laughs> Spraggy is just a poker player. Uh, ben Sprag is his name. He goes by Spraggy online. <laughs> and he is a Twitch streamer and uh, plays tournaments online. So two thumbs down. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> poor Spraggy. But but, uh, but no, he's he's a good guy, and um, yeah, yeah. Speaking fun. of speaking of tournaments, um, there was a huge tournament that we both watched a bunch of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a super high roller bowl, another one. So when they first had the three hundred thousand dollar 
super high roller bowl in Aria. I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, this is getting to the point where it's like sick. You're buying in with the house, a nice house. Yeah. Um, and there were still just a ton of players. And, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. I hope they run one of these every few years. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was even possible that we'd be seeing a million dollar buy-in and then multiple super high roller bowls, like three or four in two years. Yeah. Um, but they ran another one yesterday. Party put it on in uh, Bahamar in the Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, 250K buy-in and... Some, if you guys are watching the Run It Once training, um, three Run It Once pretty crazy players um, made the final table, which is it is actually pretty crazy. The fact that three made it because these are the best players in the world, yeah. Um, and the field is just incredibly tough. There might have only been like two or three rec players mm-hmm. in the whole, and like not even rec players, like extremely rich business people who play a lot of poker. Exactly. No, yeah, it's really impressive, and you know a lot of these guys, you know. They play all the Tritons. Of, of course, I've hosted two Triton events. They all were repping the gear. I saw mm-hmm. too, and like it's just cool to see these guys just running deep every time. Um, of course, Daniel Devoris was the champion. He's awesome. You know, I don't know him personally, but I've you know interviewed him several times, and he's just like always like the most like answer any question. Always mm-hmm. like happy to talk, and people think he's kind of an unknown, but he. Has been. He, I mean, he's just yeah, it, so. He's a quiet person, so I kind of think at the tables at least. So yeah. I feel like people are just like, oh, he's an unknown because they're not paying as much attention to him at the table. Yeah. Um, and like when you're watching a super high roller bowl, he's the guy who's just like quietly amassing chips. Mm-hmm. He's not flashy. Like if Bryn Kenny went, people are like, oh my god, Bryn's so sick. And like I kind of feel like Devoris is kind of chilling. Like he he might even prefer just quietly winning. <laughs> Taking down four million dollars and just chilling. Yeah. No. I mean, he obviously crushed. There was a few really big key hand, hands. The the set of threes hand versus um, Chan was really. I'm sorry. Set of what am I saying? Set of threes hand versus um, uh, Seidel mm-hmm. was really pivotal. Where Seidel called off um, with top pair for you know 99 percent of his stack and Devorth moved into the lead. But, you know, he, he stayed patient. He really performed, like, and, uh, you know, had to get hit some cards, of course. But, you know, second of all, uh, obviously, Jason Kuhn, mm-hmm. awesome run, final table, long, ter- long time run it up, run it once, uh, pro. And uh, Seth, Seth Davies. Seth Davies, who apparently uh, has a nickname Shark Darvis. I don't know how you get a nickname like that, but I would like one. I don't have any cool nicknames. In Never poker. heard that. Yeah. Uh, like Brent Hanks might have made it up and just said it so many times that I was like, OK, Shark Darvis. Yeah. It sounds With like- Brent, you never know. Brent is the poker commentator for Poker Go, and yeah. he is hilarious. Yeah. And seriously, like so dry that you, you honestly never know when he's joking. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Seth Davies also final tabled, just had nothing going on the whole day. But another great run. And then also the star of the show, uh, I'm going to butcher, how do you say her last Kathy name? Kathy Laney. Laney, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she is a businesswoman from Texas worth $300 plus million, mm-hmm. self-made, uh, in oil, started her own company at 23, and, you know, it's just been beasting ever since. Has played poker forever. Hendon mom goes all the way back to 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, this is her biggest score by ever, uh, by far, and the only woman to cash in the super high roller. I think she might event. be the so. only woman to ever play it. Ever play it? Because think I couldn't think of another woman who played. Uh, Lauren Roberts was in the streets for a while, of, like mm-hmm. high rollers and stuff. I don't think she bought into the three hundred k. And then this one's a two hundred fifty k. It's it's that's pretty expensive. Sick. It's kind of crazy because when they're when they're playing final ta- final table, I was like. 
this doesn't seem real to me. Yeah. Like when people are winning uh, pots back and forth, it sunk in when I was like, oh, that pot's probably worth like 200K. Actual <laughs> real dollars. And yeah. it was like a three big blind pot. <laughs> it's so it's sick. Really nuts. And um, she hold, holds her own. I mean, she just, I mean, she just has great instincts. She made a couple of really sick, sick plays and in the end got third, got knocked out in a really sick way with aces. Um, all in pre versus sixes and, and he rivered a six in the most dirty way possible. Um, but I thought she played great, honestly, and and uh, hope to see her more. Yeah, you know, I was I was hoping ones. for a divorce versus Laney heads yeah. up match. Um, it's funny, too, because people try to engage with Laney a little bit and she's not having it. She does like a little smile and then is like back to work. Yeah. Where I kind of think like if I were in that spot, I would be so... I don't know, like if if some like elite player is like, hey, wanting to joke around, I would probably give in because you're just like, this is cool. Oh, yeah, accept me. (laughs) I'm in the cool table. (laughs) She's not the person who's like, I'm in it for the experience. Like she's definitely very competitive and she was very focused. Yeah, for sure. And she, you know, did a great job. So that was awesome to watch. And, uh, you know, of course, four million dollars for divorce and uh, climbing the ranks himself in the, Mm -hmm. you know, top earners. And we're going to continue to see a good show from him. Yeah. Interestingly enough, um, if Brent was accurate in his commentary, he said that Divorce only had one live win before, and it was a six-handed 25K tournament for 73K. What? So he had not had, like, a big live win at all. Like, he still wow. amassed, like, 11 million in earnings or something like that um, before this $4 million score. Mm. But he did it the hard way. He was doing it in, like, small increments. Um, and... He was primarily an online guy. So that that always explains it. Sometimes I look at a bio when I'm doing commentary and I'm like, is this guy new to poker? And then I go to find their screen name. I do a little bit of research. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, this guy is 17 million in online earnings. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, there's so. so many people that you feel like just started. I'm the same because I've never played online. Mm-hmm. So I see people and I'm like, oh, who is this? You know, like, yeah. like Chris Crack. Hmm, who is that? Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> it's like the reason they're not like high up in the um, live earnings is because they're winning like three times that amount online in their underwear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which is preferable, I would think. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we'll come back. Yeah. The next segment. Short break. Now seems like a good time to thank our sponsors. A big shout out to Run It Once Poker, the brand new and awesome place to play online. They really care about the players. And although we haven't played because we are here in the United States, uh, we've been hearing very good things and have checked out some of the uh, videos of the gameplay on this channel and looks pretty cool. You can sign up right now through once.run slash play and receive a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 euro, along with a 51% rake back they give through their in-game reward system, Splash the Pot. And to run at once training, which you can play um, all over the world, including the U.S., uh, it's the best place to learn poker from players much better than us. You can sign up through once.run slash learn. You'll get access to three free Elite videos. So check it out today. We're back for our second segment. And this one I'm um, pretty hype about, mostly because Marley started telling me a story. <laughs> Why about, did I put it on Twitter? You did, and then put, you- <laughs> oh, I hit you up instantly. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. All right. So tell me she, more. <laughs> she put a tweet out about being scammed by a fake IRS where she sent some money Um and I, I messaged you about it. I'm like, hey, you got to tell me all the details. Then I'm like, wait, don't tell me the details. <laughs> I was like, I want to like have pure reaction on the pod. I was like, so I'm hearing the story along with you guys, and I'm very excited. Yeah, so I've <laughs> talked about this a little bit um, on my vlog and uh, and stuff. But um, yeah, this was actually my first year playing full-time, uh, maybe three years ago now. 
And um, I just quit my job maybe eight months prior waiting tables and just like a struggling one, three player and, and whatever. And uh, I was on a stake and I literally just for like, you know, six months, maybe just like couldn't win, couldn't win, couldn't win, couldn't win. And, you know, it was like super, super broke. And finally I went a little run at the golden nugget one, two and made, Oh wow. That's yeah. a, if you're playing the golden nugget one, two. Yeah. No bueno. Really? No, I <laughs> no mean, I'm saying like when you're playing there, you're just like, this is oh, not how I envision my life going. Oh no. It's, it's yeah. It's pretty depressed. I mean, it's just like an old school poker room, but yeah, every day in there, just downtown in general, you're not going to get the best quality of people <laughs> overall, but, um, juicy games also shout out to golden nugget because cash still plays. It's uncapped. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. 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 It's uncapped and it's people buying deep and it gets, just gets wild on the weekends too, especially. And I went on a little run, made 8K in a month. Wow, that that's game. pretty good for for one two. That's really good. Yeah, I mean, uncapped, so it is a little deceiving. Um, but uh, but yeah, and so I had 4K for myself because I was in a stake, and I was so excited, like I finally had money. And then this happened. So I had a few years prior. Um, uh, living in New York and at the time I was doing like a lot of commercials and like random stuff and so I had a like kind of confusing taxes but stupid me I was like whatever how much should I do on like turbo tax and whatever mm-hmm. so I do my taxes and then like a year later a couple years later when I'm in Vegas I'm getting these letters from the IRS being like oh hey there's a discrepancy from 2015 which obviously was like at this point it was like two years before and I'm like I don't even know what I I don't even know. I don't have any paperwork. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I just start ignoring the letters and they're going to my dad because my dad was living here and my dad's getting these letters and he's starting to freak out on me being like, yo, like, I mean, it's not, it's not that much money. It's like 2K, but I'm just like, and I, well, at the time it was like a lot of money to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still is. It's a lot of money, but like, I was just super dumb and young. I was like 23, 24. And, uh, yeah, so anyways, I was just like, whatever, I've been going on for like a year. He was just getting these letters all the time being like, you owe us money. And th- when the scam happened, he had just, he had just gotten a letter and called me and gave me a lecture about like, you don't fuck with the IRS. Like you don't, that's the one person you don't fuck with. Like, the, you know, it's serious, blah, blah, blah. And then like the fucking God's gift to fucking earth that it was, I get this fucking scam call right oh, then. No. <laughs> And I'm, and it was just the perfect storm in every way. I was at home alone. I had lived with my ex boyfriend, and we had roommates and like roommates and stuff. And I was just alone at home. I had like a bunch of cash on me because mm-hmm. usually I would just put it in my box or the bank or whatever. But I, for whatever reason, had a bunch of cash on me, and got this call and just started going into I can't describe like a full on panic, like crying pacing around like for an hour on the phone at home just like freaking out thinking i'm gonna go to jail just like no. i don't i like, what just did wasn't they, thinking how did they set it up like so you set the scene for why you were vulnerable at the time which like right. makes sense especially when you have your dad who's like he's just like i told you one thing and it was yeah. not to mess this one thing up and right. like you feel like you're screwing up um but like how did they set the scene for you it, they they really just like I mean again the fact that they're calling me should have been a fucking red obviously like they would never call me but for whatever, hey I mean, morals it's the IRS <laughs> how's it going what you thinking about red flag but no they just like take it so they were like oh so yeah we see this discrepancy and they knew the year it was the same year and it was the same amount oh wow yeah 
That's kind of creepy. Yeah. So they were like, okay, you owe us $2,000 from 2015, uh, blah, 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 whatever. And uh, and we're just seeing here, you know, it's been this long and whatever. And just kind of like, I don't know, I honestly like blacked out that I was freaking out so much. And I, I ended up driving to Walmart and getting Walmart gift cards. No. And giving them the the info oh but that's my friend and then but like i was i'm a poker player right so like i literally just like had oh they wanted two thousand dollars oh no 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 i had like a gajillion dollars on me so i went back out to the car and like oh we actually we saw that it's actually four thousand more so i went back in no way yeah and gave them four thousand more wait so how did it work you bought the walmart gift cards how did they get them like you just read them the info on the back like the number the tracking number no, they were like, oh, we got this fish on the line. Dude. They were like, actually, it's 4K more. When you pay the 4K, they're like, actually, it's 10K more. Are they like the greediest people on earth? Yeah, actually, so <laughs> no, they didn't do that because they, I don't know, they thought it would be too fishy, but they stayed on the phone with me. Mm-hmm. And then at this point, I went home and people were at my house and they were like, what do you, like, they said that I was hysterical, like, oh. just like bawling hysterical, like a fucking train wreck. And they were like, my boyfriend's, our roommate was there and he was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, get off the phone. Like, what's going on? And I was just telling him kind of like, and that wasn't, that was the thing too. They were like, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Don't, don't, don't get off the phone with us. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, <gasps> like, just like panicking. Oh my God. Panicking. And then of course, like when he was like, he literally took the phone. And he was like, you're hanging up. Like, what is going on? And then he and he was like, "Oh, that's a scam, like a hundred percent." And then of course, my dad was living in Vegas, and my dad came over, and my boyfriend came home, and like it was like sweet because I, they were so like they were so like nice in the moment. <laughs> and my dad was like, "I got scammed once," like, and it was like a small little thing, like it wasn't <laughs> even really a scam. And I was like. That's not even the fucking same, like, <laughs> and I was, and my, and my boyfriend's like, it's okay, like, whatever, so I had taken all my money and, like, a couple thousand from steak money, too. Yeah, then you, like, are negative 2K after having a winning month. Yeah. Ugh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and at the time, it was, like, I literally couldn't get out of bed for a week, and I was just so upset, obviously, and was just so, like, and, and then, oh, and the best part, too, was then, like, so, so yeah, they kept calling me back, right? And then they knew that I knew and they were just like trolling me over the phone. Like like just like being like Why? Just to be nasty? Yeah, cuz they knew that I knew at that point and nothing I could do. And so they kept calling me back and of course I was like, "Don't call me anymore." Like of course I was like and they were just like, "Fuck you." Like blah blah, blah and all stuff like basically like troll like 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 taunting me. And I was like, Anyways, but it was very stupid. Dude, that's like sociopath behavior. Yeah. Because you got what you wanted. You're not getting any more. They just want to make you feel bad about getting got. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with these people? They're fucking trolls. Fuck you, fake fake IRS. (laughs) Um, But it was fine. I actually like... Yeah, I cried for like a week and then like it became like a running joke in our friend group of like anytime there was like a scammy thing, they'd be like, <laughs> Marley, don't fall for like they put it in our group chat and be like <laughs> It's like Nigerian prince and they're like, Marley, don't fall for it. Like <laughs> Oh um, my god. So yeah, it was fine. And honestly, like now I'm just so paranoid about every little thing. I'm like, he's trying to rip me off. I'm like so I mean 
Hey, it could save you money in the long run. Knock on wood, it has you're happened. You're not going to be in poker. Since. There have been some very interesting scams. Yeah. Um, but you're not going to fall for them. Like, there's, <laughs> there's, there's people who like pretended to play a tournament and they didn't. You're yeah. the person who's like, I invested $500. Where's the receipt? No, you know, I know. Like, you're not getting scammed by these people anymore. So perhaps in the long run, as you like clam up in stakes and like you deal with people with lots of money, mm-hmm. you're not going to get scammed for more than 6 k Yeah. Like, you won't. <laughs> no, I'm I'm like overly, very, very overly cautious now because mm-hmm. I mean, and like to a fault, I'm always like, he's trying to rip me off, trying to rip me off. Um, but um, Walmart gift cards, dude, the best right uh, now. And you know what's upsetting is that when I was buying the gift cards, the fucking cashier said nothing about it. They're just like, oh, you just love Walmart. OK, like six K in gift cards because I had you can't put that much on each one. So I had to buy like a jillion of them. And they just thought this is normal. How could they think it was? I mean, like it was just I mean, obviously, it's not their responsibility to speak up. But like, dude. I was, and of course I'm, fr- and also on my, st- you can see how I'm acting. It's not yeah. like I'm like buying for grandma. Like, yeah. oh, Christmas just around the corner. You're like, in like a total frenzy. And they're like, man, she just really wants to get this Christmas <laughs> shopping out of the way. <laughs> they're like, it's October, relax. <laughs> Dude, it is like, it is classic. <laughs> and, you know, obviously, and so the, and also as, as an aside, my backer, is, is like still to this day one of my good friends and like it all worked out I actually went on a little bit of a heater heater <laughs> like soon soon after that but um I mean it was fine it was like a couple thousand dollars but like it was idiotic and uh definitely a punt my biggest punt I would say poker or life what would you change the main thing obviously you're not gonna get scammed like this again but would it be just to like sleep on it a day or like consult your dad or other no, people call or somebody like yeah. anytime anything happens now whether it's like registering my car at the dmv or mm-hmm. you know I, actually the other day my car broke down or whatever like before i like call a tow truck or like whatever i call i call like <laughs> eight people and yeah. i'm like that was because that was one of the things they were like don't tell anybody and i also like didn't especially my dad did not want to tell my dad because i just knew he was going to be so fucking upset yeah. and we just start screaming like about it so I was just so embarrassed that like it escalated to this point where I was like going to jail yeah. for my t- back taxes, my tax evasion or whatever. And uh, now I've also realized like the IRS is not going to like put you in jail for like 2K back taxes. Like, yeah, and they're ever. probably like a way slower moving process than that. They're, they're like, not going to hey, call you one day and be like, wake up, Marley. We're taking you to jail right never. now. So if, it, if, you know, if you're, I mean, no one's as dumb as me, but like if you, you know, I mean, honestly, like I, I was just like, in a fucking like panic they like made you into a frenzy like that's where you can't even call or like ask anyone for help yeah. and they're like if you do what if you hang up they're gonna immediately put you in jail like how do they like these people are nuts it was a perfect storm like if i had didn't have money on me i'd have to like find mm-hmm. a way to get it like you would call have to talk somebody. to people yeah. to borrow or whatever and like yeah and so um yeah it was kind of like the perfect situation and and you know what india is a little bit richer that is the moral of the story. <laughs> um, you had a very less embarrassing small scam. Uh, just more like story. an annoying thing. Yeah. Um, this was back. This is this was like my first foray into like trying to do some some good in the poker community, and I just like immediately got 
smack in the face. Um, it was right after the earthquake in Haiti and there were a bunch of relief efforts going on and it was about to be the Borgata series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a bunch of friends playing it. So I was like, hey, guys, let's all pledge 2% of our winnings because um, full tilt poker at the time. Stars also had this, but I went through full tilt for whatever reason. I played more on there at the time. Mm-hmm. Um they had a match program where if you donate money, they'll match it and donate it as well. Um, you just like deposit it into whatever their thing. Mm-hmm. And I had no reason at the time to ever doubt that this was going to the right place. Like we didn't know this company uh, was like insolvent, that they were paying their pros 300K a month um, yeah. and that they didn't have player funds segregated from uh, whatever else, their operational costs. Yeah. Um, so I just organized this thing and we donated a lot of money. Like people did well in the series and I think we might've put 4K or something like that um, into this full tilt relief fund and full tilt was supposed to match the 4K and send it in. And we got no documentation back and then the company folded a few months later. I think it was maybe a year later or something like that. But it just makes me feel very stupid because it yeah. didn't even occur to me that I'm not going to get any kind of like receipt or something like that. Um, I was just like, oh, yeah, people are raising money for charity. That's a good thing. Like, let's all individually donate through Full Tilt. Um, So, yeah, I don't know if that ever went there. I I don't know. It's, like, very strange because now I'll, like, either go through a reg charity that that Liv Boré started um, because it's trustworthy, in my opinion. A lot of uh, Run It It Once pros are also involved. but For those who don't know, reg is raising for effective giving Mm -hmm. um, by Liv Boré and Igor Kurganov. Um, Very good charity raises Hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. from poker players. And they do the research. So they'll yeah. do it for you. If you're ever like, I kind of want to give back. Um, I don't know where to give it to. They research these charities on their own and see how much, uh, how many mm. cents per dollar actually goes directly to the charity instead of that. operational costs. So I, uh, so there's better ways to do it. I just didn't know. And I just like want to do something good. And I was kind of a fish and I probably donated money and like encouraged my friends to donate money into the ocean. So, you know, I mean, we didn't do it through Walmart gift cards, but if that's how they told me to do it, I would have. (laughs) Dude, I'll never live that down. And honestly, like, it's okay. I mean, it's okay. It's like very awesome that you're willing to tell the story because I feel like this is something where like it would hurt my pride and I would just be like, that didn't happen to me. Like, (laughs) well, I'd be telling the story be like, yeah, I had this friend this happened to. (laughs) I mean, here's my thing. If it happens again. Yeah. Then you know what? Gotta get a mental defect. But <laughs> all right. So on that note, we told our puns and we're going to do our first um, punt from like a, a pod watcher sent to us from somebody who clearly also has watched my vlog. And that's one of the reasons why I liked this hand, because he mentions uh, face equity, which is something I talk about. On, in do my you have vlog. it too? I See, I've only seen like a few of your vlogs. The face equity thing, is it just that like someone has a punchable face, they get yes. paid off more? Yes. Yeah. I have oh, that no, no, like, no. I have that fuck that guy. Well, I'll be like, yeah. fuck this guy. And yeah, that you want to own, you yeah. Wanna own mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. And um, and he does he does uh, get fucked himself. But I appreciate <laughs> This is from Matthew and I, um, very interesting hand. Um, um, sorry. So this is in a one-two game. He has $110 behind. There's three limpers to him on the button, and he has jack seven of clubs and limps himself. Uh, blinds call as well. Flop is jack seven, ace jack seven, uh, rainbow. At checks to me, he puts $5 into 10 uh, and a zillion people. Uh, only, uh, only the low jack check calls. Um, he tells me a little bit about the player profile. Um, he has him covered, but only has $200. 
turn, pairs the jack, so he now has top boat, and he checks. Um, Matthew bets $15 into 20 and he's saying, should I shove here? And I would say, probably not. You have to, I mean, you have the board pretty crippled here. You know, seems like a pretty good bet. Uh, and he calls. And the river is the worst card in the deck in ace. Mm. And uh, the low jack checks and he bets 30 for some thin value, which is okay. And he instantly shoves. And uh, he, Matthew, talks himself into a call. Um, which, you know. Of course, one, two people under bluff. He did say the guy had face equity. I understand face that. Equity. <laughs> I understand that. You really hate people um, <laughs> who have a punchable face. Yeah. And you want to beat them, but sometimes the best way to beat them is to fold. And, you know, that is a pretty epic punt. It's not as epic as my punt, honestly. <laughs> you didn't pay him in a Walmart gift card, so you're good on that. Yeah, that's, but, that could be one where you just pretend you got it all in on the turn and got horribly bad beat. Exactly. Like, uh, when you tell your friends and your backer, you're just like, listen, man, there's nothing I could do. Got it all in on the turn. And yeah. someone's like, he's like, wait a second, my friend is at your table. Like, different hand, different hand. <laughs> Dude. I mean, yeah, that's so funny. Like, I mean, how many poker... I mean... I mean, honestly, like, I feel like we've all fudged hands, obviously, telling them to people that we care about. Like, I mean, you don't you don't do it on purpose, but like every once in a while you're like, it went on the turn. I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like I fudge it in a different way where I'm like, I'm not lying about like how all the money got in or anything or about the board texture or anything. Right. But I find myself being like oldest old tightest man yeah. in the history of the world yeah. three bet me and and i had kings and i just thought you know i should just flat here because he's the oldest man who always has aces and you're like telling people why you played a hand bad right and then i'll be like craziest motherfucker you've ever met it sits down he's like he's got all these like uh hand tattoos he's like you know teardrops on his face like all yeah. this stuff and like you, you set the scene like that so that people are like yeah. i wouldn't have folded to him either like People do that, and I feel like there's yeah. this like subconscious thing going on where you're like, "Tell me the thing I did that I know is bad wasn't that bad, for sure." Or like making up why, you, yeah, just making up why you did things mm-hmm. at like in hindsight, like, oh well, like you know, I just felt like my image at the table was really loose, and he he <laughs> he cut on. I mean, just going down the fucking rabbit hole of of all these like random explanations, but yeah, this is why it's good to have people like I Chris Crook or like if I send him a hand, he's like, don't care, don't care, give me the hand history. Yeah, exactly. Like, it really is just like you know, let's figure out what like the baseline should be, and then if there's some crazy reason why you did something different from your baseline way you play the hand, like mm-hmm. maybe we'll consider it, but it probably doesn't matter. That's why online is so great, and mm-hmm. I obviously have next to no experience with it, but. It's just so much less about all the other bullshit. So yep. I feel like because you're just focusing on just like right, wrong, right, wrong, and you're just like doing it over and over again, yeah. you don't even get bogged down in mm-hmm. that. And you're just training your mind to to do that. And I I don't I don't think that way. So <laughs> I like the reads. Yeah. I like the live poker. Gotcha. All right, y'all. Wraps it up for this episode. We'll be back next week with another episode of the rake. And Happy birthday, Crouton. Happy birthday, Crouton. <laughs> Bye guys. Thank you.